0: Line up.
1: Line up. Locked. Locked. Hot,
0: Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com.
2: Are you ready for some football?
0: Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready! And lock, and lock it, it in.
2: And we are back. Lineup Locked is here after a week hiatus. Welcome to the Lineup Locked podcast. We have the Wolf Pack back together. The gang is here, all four of us, to give you the advice you need to win your league. So welcome. So I will one by one say what's up to everybody because I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in forever. With the exception of Chris, we did other podcasts last night, so I'll start with him. Chris, how are you feeling today? How are you doing?
1: I'm fantastic, sir. Are you ready to ready to rock and roll? I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm here. Let's get it ready, Matt. Unlike my cowboys, Matt. Well, uh, What's up, buddy? Matt Reller,
2: how are you doing, my friend?
1: Oh man, you know I'm living the dream. How are you doing? You came
0: back from Italy. That's a real dream.
2: What's yeah, up? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm still. Forgive me if I'm still <laughs> lagging a little bit. I it, around three o'clock. It's like ten to eleven there. So it's, I'm still like kind of, kind of in that mode, but yeah, I'm doing good. all right, man. I had a six and zero fantasy week somehow without watching any football this week, so that was cool. Oh, that worked out rather really nicely. How
1: long is
0: that flight though?
2: Um, so on the way back, it's a little longer because you're going against the wind. Great. It's about it took us about eighteen total hours. Yeah, because we had a layover in London each time. Yeah, cool story though for you, Matt. Real quick, if you ever fly, if you ever fly on American on a uh, on a Sunday, you can watch football. You can't choose which football game you watch. I went up to because I was watching a movie, and then I would splash water on my face right in uh-huh. Italy, or on the way back from Italy, excuse me. And then I would go to the bathroom, just kind of walk the plane a little bit because I'm real tall. I'm six three in those chairs. Yeah. You know, the seats are small, and uh, I saw some dude watching the London game. Like I just watched two movies. I'd watch X Men, Dark Phoenix, The Dead Don't Die. Oh, three movies, and then the new Seth Rogen movie, right? And I was like, "What sorcery is this? This man is watching the London game." Awesome. Like no way. So I went and ran to the back where all the uh, uh, flight attendants were sitting, and they they came to my my little station and showed me how to do it. So I watched like the last three minutes of that tripe. I was able to watch the Chiefs versus Houston in its entirety. And then the beginning of the 49er game. And then we landed. And right as we landed, I turned on my phone to watch the Cowboys uh, S the bed to the Jets. So that was fun. <laughs>
1: it
2: was a right right before halftime when they should have went for it. On fourth down, I got the three points instead of instead of actually running it. And uh, they did not convert. And then Robbie Anderson had that huge touchdown. Which, in a weird world, that made me go 6-0 because that, that play won me a game. But... And yeah, and I also won another game because I beat the guy by two, and that field goal, he had the kicker from Dallas would have beat me. So it's a very weird vortex of life that happened on that play. Like, <laughs> I'm always Cowboys first, but I was like, dang, man, it was rough. It's blow a little bit. If that's the worst thing to happen on your trip, that's a great trip, bro. Oh, it was awesome. Um, I wish... I could talk for probably an hour how amazing it was. We were we stayed in uh, Positano, uh, which is uh, off the Amalfi Coast, and it's literally cities on the hills. I know um, if you're if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen some pictures, and if uh, you're a Facebook friend of mine, same thing. But everything, everywhere you look, is a picture. You know, it just looks like something out of a movie. It's phenomenal. It's so awesome. It's a bucket list. If if somebody has the money or the means to go, do it. It's a lot of walking, which is not even a bad deal, but it's just it's amazing. Ah. So, so cool. beautiful. and Lee, last but not least, how are you, my man?
3: I'm good. It's been a, a fun couple couple of weeks for me as well. I got to visit Matt in good old Matt, Madison Wisconsin. Nice. So that was that was cool. Yeah. And then this past weekend, I was in Minnesota, which was it was good to be in Minnesota. It was not good to see the Eagles lose to the Vikings, but <laughs> a great trip with my dad. I, I saw him for the first time in a while. So good,
2: good couple of weeks. Nice. And for those of you that don't know, Lee, not Matt, Matt is not joining, and he's going to sit back from afar. But uh, I have a fantasy basketball league, and Lee's actually joining our, our league and Chris as well for our 10-man crew. So I'm pretty pumped. I have a feeling Lee's going to start with all Philadelphia 76ers for some weird reason. <laughs> and yep. that might not even be a terrible play. I think I think the two major ones are ranked in the top 15. So. What,
3: what pick did he get?
2: Uh, Lee, are you picked seven? Is that right?
3: Yeah, I think seven or eight. You
2: said. You yeah, and then Chris and I are like nine and ten, or I'm, eight and I'm, ten. I'm eight. Yeah. Oh. So. Oh well. Oh well. It shall be fun. But on to the more important stuff. Uh, I have breaking news for you guys. Actually, that just happened as we're getting ready for this podcast. Florida man found naked after thrashing a plumbing warehouse and hitting the showers. Nice. <laughs> what? This guy looks like looks like one of Frodo's friends, by the way, from Lord of the Rings. A Florida man who was found in the nude inside a plumbing business is facing charges after being accused of using a forklift and hammer to wreak havoc before taking a shower there. The news press reports that 24-year-old uh, Josh Michael Beenick was uh, confronted by an employee at United Plumbing on Friday. The employee told Lee County deputies he was working late in the warehouse and went to investigate a noise when he found Beenick standing naked and clutching a hammer. The employee employee said Beanick didn't threaten him, just kept showering. All right. And this is the life...
0: He was showering with a hammer in his hand?
2: Yeah, either he's a really big fan of Triple H... Or life's really that hard for Dolphin fans right now? One of the two. There's there's some
0: dirty jokes I could go down, but nah, we're good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so let's get cracking. So first off, this is a Create a Rank podcast. Follow Create a Rank on Twitter or Facebook if you're not. I know Alex, our boss man, Pumps out the content as well as the articles from these fine peeps that are on the podcast as well. But a lot of things about air yards, usage, um, good things that can give you an edge over someone who just looks at projections, right? So uh, give them a follow. Show some love. We need to up we need to up our follows big time. And then obviously uh, follow my peeps on this pod as well. We've got Lee at Dynasty Dingo. Always talking great. He's been releasing some good content recently as well. We've got Matt Reller, which is just his name. I know it's boring, but his content is exactly the opposite. It is not boring. (laughs) And then Chris is Ctemp03. In case you were wondering what year he graduated high school, it was in 03. And uh, I am TecmoZak, like the video game. So, uh, it is time. So, before we get to Start and Sit... Uh, We did not get a waiver pod this week because I didn't know what day of the year it was on Sunday night when I landed. Um, So I just want to cover a couple guys that I think are must-ads, and then we'll kind of go around the room and see if anybody else has anybody that they think is worthy that I forgot, or just your own take that you think, or even if you think my take is wrong. So these ads here, I think two of them are ones that might be rostered already, and the rest are... I think people might be rushing to the waivers to pick them up next week after a couple of big performances this weekend. So first off, I know it seems dirty, man. It really does. But just, just do it. Close your eyes when you hit the join my roster button. But uh, Walton on Miami, the running back, he is now out snapping the others. He is also catching passes. And he doesn't look terrible, actually. He's one of the few things about their team that doesn't look terrible. And they actually hung with the Skins. Now I know the skins suck, but that that they didn't lose by forty, so there might be some usage with the bye week's coming up. Like I have Chubb out this week and he's my replacement for Chubb. That's, I don't feel terrible about it.
1: That that analogy is like saying two guys that are two idiots that are slap boxing each other saying there's a winner.
2: <laughs> well, dude, you know, somebody has to win. <laughs> I mean, worst I mean, there are worse things. It was the toilet bowl. Well, the bottom line is is that the usage is there and he can help you in a pinch. I mean, I would rather have him on my roster than Gus Edwards probably this week. I'd rather play him than Gus. So uh, that is not saying much, but if you're in a situation like that and that's all that's available, it might be good. Uh, Madison, is, it looks like he has a little bit of standalone value as well. He should be rostered, but his percentage is still not up where it should be. Uh, if you're a Dalvin Cook owner, you are doing life wrong if you don't have him. And if for everybody else, get him and at the very least try to trade him to the Dalvin Cook owner. Uh, Justice Hill is another ad that I like. Uh, Got a little bit more usage last week. Ingram's plays were down. Uh, It's not a bad idea to try to roster the guy. We have Dante Pettis. His snaps are starting to rock and roll. Close to two touchdowns last week. He tackled at the one twice. So, I'm digging it. Titans wide receivers. I know we talked a couple weeks ago about adding them, and you're probably like these guys are idiots, and you probably dropped them because they've done squat. But with the quarterback change, I don't think Tannehill's the second coming of Dan Marino. I'm not not saying that. I just think you're that sure? I'm just saying I'm thinking that there might be a little bit more production for these guys. And we'll see, maybe not. It's it's good as a speculative ad. And then uh, my man, Lazard on Green Bay. I think this week, maybe this week only, but I think Allison's out. They signed Ryan Grant today, so I think he would be a fine PPR play this week. And last but not least for me, Zay Jones. Uh, it looks like Tyro Williams has plantar fasciitis, and it's not getting any better. And uh, Zay Jones, especially in PPR, fits that six catches for 60 yards M.O. that Derek Carr receivers seem to get.
1: You're not allowed to go first anymore because you steal everybody.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, Chris, do you have, I'm guessing you have nothing to add you to the them equation. All. You okay.
1: took them all.
2: Okay. I thought you we were going to get the two and I was going to get Zayn Jones <laughs> or something like that. But no. Sorry. Sorry. Car. All right. Uh, Matt. Yes, sir. You got anybody to add to the equation, sir? I do. The last, The only guy you didn't mention that I would
0: like to is Auden Tate, wide receiver out of Cincinnati. He's got a decent matchup with the Jags this week, and I think he's going to have kind of that second fiddle role opposite Tyler Boyd, at least until A.J. Green finally comes back, which sounds like he's going to be shaky this week. might be able to, but probably not. So I would lean Auden Tate.
2: Okay.
1: I think A.J. Green's going to get traded.
2: Let me, let me ask you a question, Chris, since I took all of yours. If you are, uh, if you look at waivers right now, and you're listening to our podcast, and you see that both Titan wide receivers are available, which one would do you think you would prioritize?
1: Oh God, for me, uh, AJ Brown, because I'm not, I'm not taking Corey, Corey yeah. Davis, because I'm course, team
2: AJ Brown, because Corey
1: Davis has screwed me for three consecutive years.
2: Right, I'm team, I'm team AJ Brown too. Yeah, Matt, what would you? Which which way would you go? which ones? A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, if you were having to select a tight wide receiver. And they're both available.
0: I lean A.J. Brown since it's the backup quarterback coming in and probably had a little more work with A.J. Brown earlier this offseason because he was running with like the twos. Okay, So I would lean that way. Um, it's not lack of faith in Corey Davis by any means. I think he's got talent.
3: I just lean A.J. Brown.
2: Okay. And Lee, what do you think about those two? Would you Are you agreeing with us or are you on the other side?
3: Yeah, I'm A.J. Brown. I I, I truly thought A.J. Brown was the best receiver coming out of this class. And I I think he's definitely shown glimpses of it. And Matt makes a great point about the backup quarterback getting some reps, probably more with A.J. Brown. And I like the upside a lot more.
1: Okay, perfect. Do, Do we think the Titans will be better with Tannehill than Mariota?
2: They might be. Yes. They might be. It, it might it so. might be a thing. I, Tannehill didn't suck with Miami.
1: He wasn't great, but he was above he, average. He
2: just kept getting injured, and then wouldn't play well. But like he was, he could he could run. Like man, I'm telling you, people sleep. It's kind of like it's kind of like Sam Darnold. People sleep on these guys just because of the narrative of their teams. And I think I think Tannehill going to be I right. We'll see.
3: Yeah, Mariota's done.
2: So Lee, are there any ads that we missed that you like this week?
3: Um, yes, so I have, again, like on the trend of bye weeks, like I've been trying to stay on, um, Antonio is a D-bad, like he didn't look great, but he got that one goal line target that he probably should have reined in, um, that ended up being a Baker Mayfield pick, I'm not sure if that was this past week or the week before that, but, um, and then Greg Olson I saw dropped in a couple leagues, and he's on bye, so it's definitely like you have to wait a week. But he had like four for fifty-four, I think, this past game. And prior to this two donuts, he was he was on pace for a record season. So he's a guy that I still like. And then also another deep ad would be Darren Fells. He's been targeted a decent amount in the Texans offense ever since he's come over. And he's looked pretty decent, especially in the red zone. And um while I think that Hopkins will start getting more of that red zone production, I think Darren Fells is definitely like a deep speculative tight end ad. In
2: a pretty weak tight end year. Nice. Yeah, I actually, you want to hear how skanky the bye weeks hit me in one of my leagues? Literally, on waivers, last night I picked up Fels, I picked up A.J. Brown, I picked up Zay Jones, and I picked up Lazard. Like, that's how much I had, how how many moves I had to make because of bye weeks. And just to to get a starting lineup out there. So, we'll see. It's, It's just messed up enough where I'll probably win by 40. Because it just makes no sense for that crew of misfit toys to <laughs> uh, to, do, to do anything. No, that's in the PPR league, my oh, league. Okay. So, oh, speaking of which, I had a question for you guys, and I think this would be good for the for the pod and for our listeners, because this is probably a real situation that people are looking at. So I'm in a league right now where I'm starting the Jaguar defense, Okay. I put in a claim to get the 49er defense, and for some reason, the guy that had third waiver priority, who owns the Bear D, by the way, decided to get the 49ers as well. So he has both. Go figure. Whatever. Whatever, man. Cool. Cool, cool story. But So I still have the Jags currently right now. Um, the LA Rams defense is available right now. We don't know if Jalen Ramsey's going to play. Oh, he going to play. Right? Well, it, that, they said today that they're not sure. Is what the GM said. So we don't know if that's gonna happen. They traded for the linebacker as well. Atlanta is one of the worst teams as far as or best teams to start a defense against. Matt Ryan's getting sacked. Matt Ryan's throwing picks. What say you guys? Should I put a claim in tonight for the Rams D versus Atlanta? Or should I stay Pat with the Jags versus the Bengals? What do you what do you think is a better play this week? We'll start with you, Lee. What do you think?
3: So would you say the Jags play again?
2: The Jags play the, the bangles. Cincinnati Bengals.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they're – like, I think Ramsey probably won't play if I had to guess. Uh, also, the, the linebacker is like Kenny Young, is his name? Is that right? Yeah. Like, he'll have to take a little while to even get acclimated to the defense. Right. And I think – you lost your starting corner – and I, I do just think that the Rams have hasn't even played that well this year. Right. So I would I would uh, and
2: like despite their turnover turnovers like are still a and they're still scoring uh, points too, man.
3: Because. One of these days, Matt Ryan's gonna have four touchdowns and no interceptions, and have a clean pocket, and it might be this
2: game. Cool. That's what my gut says is to stay with the Jags D. What say you, Matt? Do you are you in the same the same topic discussion there?
3: Yeah, I would definitely stick with the
0: Jags D. I think they're going to be able to shut down Mixon. He just hasn't looked right all year.
2: Dalton is spoiler alert, spoiler alert for start six. (laughs)
0: Um, And uh, yeah, I, I think Dalton's sketchy. He's gonna. Make some dumb decisions, so I would lean Jags. Yep, what do I think you think? Rams need some time to get back right because
1: Akeem Talib's gonna be out again this week. He's out all year, yeah,
2: he's on IR now. Oh, that's right, my bad. <laughs> oh, you're good, you're good. And what do you think, Chris?
1: I'm just gonna watch the world burn.
2: You're going to the Rams, I'm gonna
1: go with the ramp <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, good story. All right, so let's get cracking with starting and um This is recording on a Wednesday, so we actually can get every football game in. Uh, sometimes we miss the Thursday night football game, so I'm excited we get to cover this. So we have uh, the Thursday night game is Kansas City hosting the Denver Broncos. I'm sorry, the Denver Broncos hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going to start with you, Chris. Um, in this matchup, who is who is a good start and who's a good sit for you?
1: So start for me is uh, Cortland Sutton. Okay. Uh, and my sit is McCall Hardman.
2: Okay.
1: I think the matchup suits. Sutton very well and you know with the return of Tyreek Hill I think Nicole Hardman's you know his production going to go down a little bit just because Tyreek is that much better than it oh today. for
2: sure okay I like it uh Matt what say you on this matchup sir
0: I agree with Chris on the start of Sutton uh between game script and the Chiefs allowing about 250 through the air per game I think starting's a good, Sutton's a great start I would sit Royce Freeman um both game script and I think Lindsay's the better pass catcher. So I would be fine starting him, but I don't want to take my shot with Roy Freeman this week.
1: I almost had Freeman as my sit as well.
2: Okay.
3: I was very close to taking that.
2: And Lee, what say you?
3: Yeah, I um I was gonna go with Sutton, but then I decided that I wanted to be a little contrarian, so I went Emmanuel Sanders. Um and I just think he looks like he's gonna play and obviously if, if he's healthy, if he's not healthy this is a, a wash, but I mean he looked good early in the season. I really do think that uh, that he's going to be a focal point of this, especially against the Kansas City Chiefs. It could end up being a, a shootout. And then um, my sense also Royce Freeman for the same reasons.
2: Okay, well I'm completely opposite of all of you guys because you know who I'm starting.
3: Royce
1: Freeman. I'm starting Royce Freeman,
2: and do you know why? The Kansas Why? City, the Kansas City Chiefs are giving up 5.8 yards on first down on run plays. Also, when Royce Freeman's usage is higher than Lindsey, Lindsey's more effective. That that's been the, that's been this way the last three weeks. So I think both running backs are super fine plays. But if you have Royce, I don't think you need to worry about game script right now because my sit is shady. Because Kansas City can't run the ball right now. So I don't think this game's going to get away from Denver. I think it's going to actually be a good game. But uh, fire up Royce for me and sit Shady. He is not the Slim Shady anymore. All right. Up next we have the L.A. Rams. Desperate mode. Three and three. Coming off three losses. Made three <laughs> trades yesterday. The rule of threes, right? I guess Goff will throw three picks. Let's go. Um Playing in Atlanta, who's also super desperate, by the way. They're 1-5. It's crazy. Uh, with all the talent on that team, it's wild. Uh, Lee, we're going to start with you here. Who are we going to start and who are we going to sit?
3: So one point I want to make, which um, this is probably a hot take, but I think
2: this is the beginning of the end of the Rams like kind of pseudo-dynasty. Good. Good.
3: Like, I think it just – you can't you can't trade all your first round picks for the next five years with a quarterback who's been pretty bad and I think will continue to be bad and just a defense that hasn't performed despite all the big names and having to pay Jalen Ramsey next year. No, no, no.
2: Yeah, you can't you can't trust a quarterback who can't hold a whopper cheeseburger. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I want that sounds good right now. But uh, beside that, uh, my start will be Gerald Everett. I think a lot of people were disappointed. Um Last week when they, they picked him up, they probably bid a decent amount of money on him. Right. Um, on like if, if it's a fab, and they were disappointed. He only had what two catches for nine yards or something. Um, I will note that Jared Goff missed him on a touchdown, like a forty yard touchdown. That he was just wide open. And the Falcons have not been great against the tight end, so I think this is a bounce back week for him for sure. And then my say will be Jared Goff. Like despite, like I think he has to earn your trust back before you even considering starting him. And despite a horrible, like, Falcons pass defense, um, I just, I wouldn't trust him.
2: Okay, I like it. Matt, how are you feeling on this game? Who are you starting and sitting?
0: I'm going to start Calvin Ridley. Uh, with that Rams secondary being as banged up as it is and in flux with Jalen Ramsey coming in and probably not even going to play. Who knows? I think Calvin Ridley really is going to have decent matchups. They're going to focus on Julio, allows Calvin Ridley to kind of – see what he does. I would sit Devonta Freeman. He just hasn't looked right, and the Rams have only allowed about 105 yards per game on the ground, so
1: I don't trust him. Okay. Chris? uh, I'm going a little bit different than Lee. I'm actually going to start Jared Goff because the Atlanta Falcons pass defense is that bad. And then uh, I agree with Matt to sit Devonta Freeman. I mean, he he doesn't look right. Uh, The Rams... Aren't great on defense, but I think they'll be good enough to stop them.
2: Okay. Uh, for me, I'm going to start Devontae Freeman because he beasted last week, and I think he's finally getting with it. And I saw the Rams get dismantled by San Francisco. Like, I just dismantled by Tevin Coleman and Breda. And I think that Freeman and Ito kind of offer a, offer a very similar dynamic to those two a little bit with the way they kind of attack and their blocking schemes and such. And for me, I'm going to sit Goff, and it's not because I think he's going to suck as bad as he did last week. I think the Rams are going to go back to the basics this game and run the freaking ball and yeah. make give Goff an opportunity to do what he does best, which is play action, which means less which means less attempts for him, if that's what they're doing. And I think shorter dump-off passes instead of just going for a home run every play, passing to maybe Gurley, passing to Henderson, whatever, whatever the situation may be I think is what they need to do. And honestly, though, I'm not playing hero ball at this point. If Goff's your quarterback, you're probably not a winning fantasy football team right now. No, I'm not. So I would say, I would say, don't cut Goff. I would say, like Lee said, let him earn the trust back. I would go to the waivers and I would see what's available, and I would probably look elsewhere for this week. Let him earn it back because if you're if you're two and four, three and three, even uh, one and five, I mean, it's. You're playing. You're, you're playing with danger, there, man. I, it just depends on what your tolerance is for risk, because it has not been good. And when you start trading for people and making panic moves, and people see you giving up draft picks, who knows what that does in the locker room? You know, you, you're adding new personalities. There's things behind the scenes we don't even think about that could be going on with with that stuff. So that's my two, two, uh, two cents there. Um, up next, we have. Miami coming to Buffalo, the uh, Super Bowl, that p- p- possible AFC uh, championship game. Uh, I think maybe maybe in twenty five years. So, uh, Chris, we're gonna start <laughs> yeah, with yeah because that's
1: how long it's gonna take Miami to rebuild.
2: Well, Tom Brady will retire in twenty four. Yeah, so that's why. I said... <laughs> so <laughs> he's gonna play until he's ninety. So, uh, Chris, start and sit for this game. What you got
1: for uh, me? So uh, my sit is Paris Campbell. Uh... You know, Buffalo's defense is just really, really good. You mean Preston Williams?
2: What Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like I got really confused there. Paris Campbell's on the
1: Colts. Yes. No. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I, got, I was like, What did I, what happened? If I won the wrong game. Sorry, I do They're this live at work. Sometimes oh, I'm my name's down. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh my start is Josh Allen. Uh I think he's just gonna wreck shop against that
2: Oh um, yeah. If I'm a goth owner, if I'm a golf owner, that's the guy I want this week, even if John Brown doesn't play. I don't care. Uh, all right, Matt Riller, for you, yes, what, what we got?
0: Well, if he does play, I would start John Brown. I would not be hesitant even off the injury, fire him up. I think that Dolphins D is just that bad. I think he's going to torch them um, if he plays. If he doesn't, uh, I would pivot to Josh Allen. I think he's kind of the start. My sit is the Dolphins are beasts. <laughs> it's a messy situation with Mark Walton getting run, Kalen Ballage coming back to health, Kenyon Drake. Who knows what's going on? And then the Buffalo D is just really good, and I don't want to put Dolphins running backs against them. So
2: what the Dolphins should do is the Dolphins should run like a really interesting uh, route where Ballage runs like a like a sweep play, right to pass to him like a screen. But run Drake right behind him, so when Ballage ducks, Drake can get a catch and run, and that would that would be the ultimate. That I think that would be the ultimate screenplay. Or that, that would. Or work. they
1: should run that offense. Uh, or just
2: cut Ballage and be go- be gone with it.
1: They could run that U10 offense, which is that two quarterback system where you, <laughs> have, you literally have two quarterbacks on the field at the same time.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like it. That's what they're doing basically.
1: <laughs> well, no, one's on the sidelines, and then they're like, "Oh, you're not good enough. Let's put the other guy in."
2: All right, Lee, what we got, my man.
3: Yes, yeah, so um echo what Matt said. I I don't know if you guys have seen my tweet, but I've been a big John Brown fan. Oh, like I know a big five candidate of mine. And I'll just read off the stats in case people didn't see the tweets. Seven point eight targets per game, seventy two percent catch rate, thirteen point nine yards per reception, and he gets Miami, Philadelphia, Washington the next three weeks. And I don't know, I'm a big John Brown fan. I think he's about to explode. I was so sad to see him pop up on the injury report. So I really hope it's just precautionary that he plays, but and then I'll pivot to Josh Allen. But that should be a, a huge stack for the next three weeks: Josh Allen, John Brown.
2: Oh, for and sure. Then, um, It'd be a shame sin, if he
3: doesn't play, man. And then, yeah, and then if, it, if it, my my uh, my buddy was saying like, "Oh, Duke Williams, if he doesn't play," which I guess is like a really deep name to throw out there. He got he caught that touchdown pass before the bye. <laughs>
2: it sounds like a created character. <laughs>
3: It is really, is. It really does. <laughs> and then uh, my sit will be all dolphins. Literally, every you cannot start a dolphin
1: this week. I almost said that.
2: Yeah. Well. All right. So we're gonna pivot to me, and it's not a start for me, but I do think you can start because I think they're gonna be behind. So I think the running backs might actually get you at like eight points if you're desperate. But what you know, neither here nor there. That's not great. Uh, for me, my start is because. And if this, is, if this is an uneducated take, please one of y'all correct me, but John Brown had a gro- has a groin injury. It popped up on the injury report. With his sickle cell trait, is that something that's going to be harder to heal?
1: No, no idea. So, Not sure.
2: So I'm worried that he won't play this week and they're going to arrest him because they don't need him. So my start is Knox, the tight end. I think that he's going to feast this week. Yeah, that, that's the guy that I'm liking this week. And if you're desperate at tight end, let's say that Greg Olson's on bye, uh, O.J. Howard is on bye, whatever the case may be. I think Knox could be a fine start, by the way. And uh, my sit is probably a guy, I mean, you know, I he scored a, he's either scored a touchdown or had double-digit points the last five weeks as Devontae Parker. And there's a chance that because you noticed this, you pick him up off waivers, possibly. Well, you can't play him this week. you got to sit him. He's going to be shadowed and... It's just not going to be good, probably. Don't don't try to be a hero. I'm not saying to cut him, but you're definitely not playing him this week. All right. We have Jacksonville traveling to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Lee, we're going to start with you on this one. Who are we starting and who are we sitting?
3: Yeah, so I've said um, I've benched Gardner Minshew a couple times because, again, I'm not really a huge believer in him, and I do think Foles is the better quarterback and will be the quarterback when he gets back. But – Against this atrocious Bengals defense, who just lost another starting cornerback, I'm pretty sure um, I would did. definitely start Minshew. I'd feel pretty good about that. And then my sit is Joe Mixon. It's just, it's just been bad. It's been a, as a Joe Mixon owner in a couple leagues, like he, I, I'm currently benching him, like in a league, just because I cannot start him.
2: Yeah, Matt.
3: My start is DJ
0: Chuck Do Do. Do,
1: do, do, do. Don't you ever uh, do that do,
0: again. Do, 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 do. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh <laughs> I'm starting him for the exact same reasons at least started Gardner this year. Uh, I think if Gardner goes off, it's with DJ Chark in tow And my sit is Joe Nixon. I mean, he's just been bad, and that Jag's grundy has been really good, and I wanted zero parts of Joe
1: nixon All right. Chris. My start is also DJ Shark because of the corner issues <laughs> Cincinnati is having. Uh, my sit is Andy Dalton because of that Jaguars defense. Like we were talking about earlier, I just think is all the struggles at wide receiver, Joe Mixon can't play, the offensive line's bad. I just don't think Andy Dalton's a good, viable start against this defense.
2: Okay. I like it, fellas. I like it a lot. So I've got a, a different start. Uh, same team. It's D.D. Westbrook. I think he's going to emerge – from the Ashes. How many
1: times have you said that this year? This
2: is the first time I've said it. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, it's uh, It is the first time. Check the is tape, it? sir. Ah, cool. Listen, okay. go go listen to the three. pods. I um, I think that if you are like a Godwin owner, or a DJ Moore owner, and you're pretty thin at wide receiver, he might be on waivers in your league because he's been dropped a lot. I, there are worse. There, there's worse plays for sure. Um, I think he's getting in the end zone this week. I feel it, man. Feel it. I really do. And uh, also, by the way, Lee has hated, hate's a strong word, Lee has disliked Garner Minshew from the opening moment that, <laughs> from the opening moment he debuted, so I went and did a little research to find out why, and it's because Lee cannot grow a mustache, and he's very he's very. I was jealous. about to say that. <laughs> I know.
3: Uh, It's more about Nick Foles. Shot fire burn. Well, there's a photo incoming actually, so just you
2: wait. (laughs) (laughs) Here it comes. So when you hear a ding on my phone, that's uh, Lee coloring Sharpie marker on his lip (laughs) and texting a picture to me, (laughs) so he can show that he has a mustache. He uses the (laughs) the
1: makeup, makeup stuff, and and colors (laughs) it all in.
2: Yeah, and uh, my sit is also Joe Mixon. Um, it's time to move on. I would start Mark Walton over Joe Mixon, and now I've got a shower because I made that comment. That's terrible. Okay. Um, we have the Vikings, led by Kirk Distant Cousin, uh, traveling to Detroit with uh, Matt Stafford. They got absolutely hosed on Monday night, by the way, in, yeah. case, in case you were watching. No, they didn't. Well, you know they did. Come on. They. I'm not saying they. I'm not saying they got hosed. They should have had an opportunity to try to win. I, I, Green Bay would have got the field goal. They should have had a minute, man. It's. But we're not here to talk about this and yeah. your homerism, sir. Uh, start and sit. We're gonna start with you, Chris. Who are we starting and who are we sitting in this game?
1: Uh, I'm starting, Matty Stafford. Okay. Uh, Ding. Uh, Minnesota hasn't played well in the late afternoon games.
2: The government approves. Okay.
1: Uh. My sit is Kirk Cousins for that exact fact. Uh, Zach and I were talking about this earlier. If it's not a noon start, Kirk Cousins isn't very good. And this is a 3 o'clock start. I think Kirk Cousins, for that fact, will just play terrible.
2: So he won't be a kissing cousin. He will be the distant cousins. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lee, that is a that is a mustache right there. It's almost like a oh, handlebar. It's right?
3: pretty solid, actually, right?
2: You, no, it's not. You look like you could be an extra for, so. uh, in the that movie <laughs> with a uh, what's what's that movie with the mustache guy, the musician. Why did I just forget Freddie Mercury? What was it called? Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, you look like you could going, be his. But the Freddie Mercury story. You could probably be his body double for his man on man scenes, probably. I was <laughs> kidding. That's terrible. That's <laughs> nah, terrible.
1: Hey, right. I'm lost secure my
3: sexuality. I'll do whatever for money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Freddie got fingered. Oh, no.
2: It just took a weird, 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 weird turn. And that is a movie about a man who played. Sausages on a piano. Yes,
1: that were just, top, for just for the record, record. Yeah, in case you didn't know. All right,
2: and Matt, let's get back on topic. Did you give me your both ears?
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I would start T.J. Hawkinson. Okay. I think the Minnesota defense has actually been pretty susceptible to the tight end. Uh, they really tried to get him involved in the Green Bay game, at least, and I think that
1: will continue. He's trying to be able to make some plays. He's just got to be able to catch the ball.
0: Um, I'm gonna sit Stephon Diggs. I think it's point chasing if you start him again this week. And that Detroit pass defense has been really good And I don't trust Stephon Diggs against kind of little boys. So.
2: All, right. All right, Lee, what we got?
3: Yeah. So um, as much as I love him, my sit will be carrying on Johnson. Um, this is a tough, a tough um. Vikings run defense. And honestly, I was hoping there'd be more of a, he'd be more involved in the passing game than he is. But he really hasn't shown it so far. So I'll sit him. And then I'll start, um, I'll start whoever Zay Rhodes isn't shadowing, which I think at least um, Jones is actually shadowed by uh, Alexander from what I saw in that game. So I think he might get the, the shadow treatment from Rhodes again. So I'll start Galladay. All right, I think he will be that that safety valve for Stafford.
2: A lot of times versus the Lions, he shadows one one part of the field, is what I've noticed. By the way.
3: Okay, so I'll still probably start Galladay. Just a more talented receiver.
2: They'll probably put him in this. They'll probably fade him to the other side. I would think. So we'll yeah. see. Your
3: quick note on carry-on, though, he had six targets against Green Bay.
2: Yeah. I like yeah. it. I
3: any of them? I don't know. It didn't didn't he, seem like he was. Yeah, he, uh, he
2: caught and dropped one. <laughs> Actually, I remember that. It could have been a first round. It was nice
3: catch, from what I remember.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to start T.J. Hawkinson as well. do the red zone. It, every game you're getting a red zone target or two. It's 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 there. It's if Tidings gets a touchdown in this climate, you're doing you're doing very well. It's a good thing, like a big time good thing. So I, I dig it. Uh, My stit is also going to be Diggs. Um, I do think it's point chasing. Fun fact, in a league I'm in today, someone traded Diggs straight up for DeAndre Hopkins.
3: Whoa. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah, crazy times. Crazy times in the world of overreaction. Mm -hmm. I tell you what. So, Oakland is traveling to Green Bay, coming off a bye. They just handed it to the Bears in London, by the way. Um what are your starts and sits there, Lee?
3: Yeah, I'll start Aaron Jones. Um, I think people might be a little worried with Jamal Williams back. And I think he kind of – Jones kind of got the coach's treatment where he coughed up a fumble and then he dropped the touchdown. So that's why Williams got more work. work. Um, just in my eyes, like, Jones is the superior talent. And he's shown it so far this year. He, he's been very good this year. Jamal Williams played pretty well. But I still do think it's the Aaron Jones show. And I expect him to start off the game pretty hot. And then my sit will be Derek Carr. I mean, I, I couldn't really think of a like a, a sit except for maybe Jamal Williams. But um, I think Derek Carr like it's just not a startable quarterback, especially <laughs> against a good Green Bay Green Bay pass defense.
2: That's a hot take right there. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Derek Carr does suck, doesn't he? Gosh.
3: I hate him. He looks he looks good when he throws a football. He even has that spiral
2: to it. He even has a stupid <laughs> he even has a stupid haircut, but that's you know that's that's for another topic. Matt, what, what do you think about he's this matchup? He's got hair. <laughs> from both people. I am going to start Darren Waller.
0: I do think Derek Carr could be a start this week. Green Bay's passing is allowed two hundred and ninety yards per game. It's not great. Um, so I think Darren. Waller, not They've been getting burned by the tight end in a bad way. Their linebackers just rush the passer, and they don't seem to be able to cover a tight end. So I like Darren Waller in this game. I'm going to sit Aaron Jones. Oakland's run D has actually been pretty darn good. He's only allowed 92 yards per game. I don't want any part
2: of that messy Green Bay backfield this week. Okay. Chris?
1: I am also going to sit Derek Cowher for the same reasons that Lee was talking about. You know, Kind of, You kind of need somebody to sit. That's, that's the guy you're going to sit in this game. Uh, I am starting Josh Jacob because that Green Bay run defense is terrible. Okay. You just run through them like water. They've only allowed Randy. a little
0: over 100 a game, though, Chris. Their run defense is good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Chris no. says yeah and just nods. Okay. <laughs> well, I, smell, I smell a bit.
3: Wait, but, but from a fantasy perspective, it might be – I remember
1: their run defense not being that great either. Yeah,
3: you mean we, from, we, I remember what the Eagles did to him. them.
1: From, from a fantasy perspective.
2: For sure. Yeah, yeah. you might be right. So I'm going to start right. Zay Jones. I'm ready, man. I haven't even seen him play for the Raiders yet. <laughs> and I want this nine points, damn it. He's going to get six catches for 30 yards, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it so hard. <laughs> So I'm going to start. Oh, wait,
3: real quick. According, sorry, according to, the, to Yahoo, uh-huh. the Packers defense against – fantasy defense against running backs is the fourth worst.
2: Okay. Okay. So there you go. Thank, so you, for, bad. thank fantasy, you for thank you backing that up. up.
3: Offense, it, might, it might be catches then and touchdowns, but – from Yahoo's perspective, they give up a lot of fantasy points to running backs. Very good. Boom.
2: And I uh, like especially with uh, what's going on with the Planter fasciitis situation. I like Zay Jones. He is the prototypical perfect kind of receiver, I think, for Derek Carr. I think that's why they went and got him. So I can see a lot of receptions for very little yardage. Um, I'm going to sit Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't like him on this game because I don't know if they're going to have too much trouble with Oakland. So I'm not sure he's going to have to throw very much, which has kind of been the case. I think Aaron Rodgers. I think they're going to win, and I think Aaron Rodgers will come away having an okay game, but maybe not the one you need to win. You might need a higher uh, a higher ceiling, right?
1: Is, is Oakland better than what we think they are?
2: We're about to find out, huh?
1: I mean they beat. I mean they beat the Bears. I mean the Bears aren't great, but Bears, the Bears have a good defense, and so they 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 them. And we'll find. Out.
2: I we'll find out if they can hang with the Packers. I would make the Didn't argument they beat towards the yes. As well? No. No, no. I forget, I don't know who all they beat. I know they did beat the Bears, though.
0: Yeah. So the Bears one, I kind of throw out because London games are weird. Um, yeah, trust me, I
2: was just game. there. London people are weird. It's a it's a weird this place.
0: Is, this is the kind of game that the Packers might struggle, and it well, makes zero sense.
2: Do
1: they have so. the, Is the Packers by next week?
2: No, it's week ten. Uh, week 10. No. it's week ten. But they're, uh, there's week eleven. Excuse me. But also, Oakland is traveling, and it's a noon game too. So take that and that's that's also a weird dynamic. Uh the game in London, they actually traveled super early and got there three days before uh the Bears did. Gotcha. And gave the guys time to adjust and stuff too. So so we'll see if Looks like it work Yeah, I know for sure. I
1: mean why I what I don't get is you know, Sunday night at the you know, the week before you go play in London, Sunday night, why don't you just board the plane and go to London and then be in London for the entire week?
2: I don't know. Who knows, man? Maybe because what happened with the Jags trying to fight everybody in a pub that one year. I don't know. That's <laughs> well, a, a good point. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they play the Cowboys? All you all you can do is drink beer and party when you're there. I mean, you know, there's nothing else to do really. You just
1: go ask Pat McAfee. He said he took over thirty two edibles on his trip there. Oh wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so moving <laughs> right along. Uh we have a this is quite the matchup. I'm looking forward to this game, by the way. We have the Houston Texans traveling to Indianapolis, both coming off of huge wins to the Chiefs. By the way, um, Chris, we're going to start with you on this one. Who are we starting?
1: Uh, I'm and starting. Who are to, we sitting? I'm a starting the guy we talked about earlier in the in the podcast, Darren Fells, as a uh, as a waiver wire pickup. Okay. For the Houston Texans, uh, you, you you know you, you know uh, Olsen sitting out this week. You know if you need a tight end, this is a guy I think that you really could pick up and be good for you. Yeah. Uh, the guy I'm sitting though on the opposite side at tight end is Eric Ebron. I mean, he's he's just underperforming this year. We knew. Yeah. It was drop Ebron
2: and go pick up spells.
1: Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Uh, that's actually what I did do.
2: Okay. I like it. And Matt, what do you think, sir? I'm gonna start Marlon Mack. I think
0: if Indy wants to compete with these high-powered offenses, they're gonna have to grind the ball like they did against Kansas City. And I think well-rested off of by that whole line is going to just dominate. I think they're going to be really good. So I would start Marlon Mack this week. And because of that, I'm going to sit Jacoby Brissett. I don't think they're going to need him as much unless it's kind of getting a cheap one into T.Y. Hilton if he plays or something. But,
3: yeah, that's what I'm doing.
2: All right. Lee, what you got for us?
3: Um, I will start T.Y. Hilton. He's back off the bye. He had a pretty lackluster performance against the Chiefs, but I still think he's the heart and soul of that uh, that Colts offense. And um, I do think in, in, a, in what could be a shootout, despite the way that the Colts want to play, um, I think he's a really good start. And then my sit will be Hyde. Um, I don't know. I still think Hyde's production is a bit fluky. Like I, I'm not. I'm still not 100 percent sold that he's like that great of a running back anymore. And I think this could be the game where, where he kind of shows those shades and, and they don't they don't give him the ball that much. So, I'll I'll bench Hadda. I'll, I'll give him another week, if he, he performs another week, I'm probably probably set on having him as an RB two. But we'll see.
2: Okay, I am also going to start Fells at tight end. Um, I think you can almost lock him in for four to six catches, and in a world of tight end right now, that's. That's going to be enough to give you, hopefully, an edge or at least compete with the guy or gal that you're playing against. And my sit is going to be Fuller. Um, I, he, the drops are back in full force, and Stills is practiced in full today, which means we're back to maybe he will, maybe he won't. If, I, if you're in a standard league, Fuller is still a fine flex play, in my opinion. But in PPR, you need to look elsewhere. All right, we have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to New York. Battle of the rookie quarterbacks. Let's go. This will be kind of a fun one, actually. I think uh, Lee, who are we starting and who are we sitting?
3: Oh, so I will. I will start both quarterbacks actually. So we'll give, give a little double. Um, both defense, both pass defenses are pretty bad. Um, and yeah, they both like. I know Jones had a really bad a bad game against the Patriots. But honestly, who doesn't? And I think that he will uh, he'll perform admirably against a pretty bad, um, pretty bad Cardinals pass defense. Although I think Pat Pete might be back. Is that
2: right? Yes, he is. The PP problem is back this week.
3: All right, so I expect him to stay away from that side of the field and still be fine. But that is something definitely to uh, to note. And then I will sit Golden Tate. Um, I think they're gonna get their weapons back, and I think Tate will kind of go back to a um, secondary role in that offense. So I think that I'll, I'll I'll look to sit him, even though people are probably pretty excited. Okay, Matt. I agree with Lee Halfley.
1: I would start Danny Dimes. I think with Saquon and uh, Evan Ingram coming
0: back, he's gonna have. Kind of his two top weapons. They're going to look really good against Arizona. My sit is nobody. If they're fantasy relevant, fire them up. I think everybody's going to score in this game.
2: Yeah, that really There's no
0: defense on the field.
2: Honestly, when the Cardinals play, it's pretty. It's like you know, we ch- we say, what what do we do with Miami? We chase the defense, right? And, and you chase the other team. When the Cardinals play, you want everybody possible. It seems truth. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's so good times, good times. Chris, what we got?
1: Uh, you're gonna laugh your ass off, but I said start everyone, sit no one.
2: Okay, no that, I that's fine with me. I'll take it. I, I won't, I won't hate you for it. <laughs> uh, Perfect. F- for me, um, David Johnson didn't practice today. He's also not looked as good as the backup running back. I'm gonna start Chase Edmonds. I'm doing it. Oh. I'm firing it away. I'm balls no, like, to the wall, man. If I have David Johnson, my team probably sucks. It's time for a change. I need to do something. And, it's go time. And you guys laughed at
1: me when I said don't draft David Johnson. <laughs> I was DJ's all well. Awesome.
3: Oh. Hold up. Hold up. Slow your roll, kids. David Johnson is the RB five. I'm pretty sure.
1: If yeah, he's hurt again,
3: is he not? Again,
1: he it is. Hard, I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> he might be hurt, but he's
3: he's produced this year I'm on a team which is why I was looking confused. (laughs) (laughs) your your, your greatest trait is your availability you are right that Chase Edmonds has looked like a good football player
2: yes so that's why he's a start and I'm not sure with a lingering back injury I'm pretty sure they need to sit him out a week the is not to week 12 so I do think it might be a wise idea to let that back heal up which is another reason why I like to start and my sit is because Patrick Peterson is coming back I think that either you had Tate and now you're super excited about it or you just picked him up waivers this morning like Kid and Christmas and you're excited. I do think Patrick Peterson will shut that man down. So Tate is my sit this week. All right, we have San Francisco going to Washington. Real quick before we do starts and sits, did you see this quote from uh, from Kyle Shanahan? They asked, the, they asked They asked Shanahan what was – Coach Shanahan on the best part about coaching in Washington, working with my dad. What was the worst part, Kyle Shanahan? Everything. So fun oh, time.
1: <laughs>
2: well, Zach. <laughs> so uh, glad there you nobody go. here's a
1: Redskins fan because, well, your fandom would suck for the last twenty years.
2: All right, so let's start with you, Lee. On this one, who are we starting and who are we sitting in this game? Oh yeah, let
3: me go to that real quick. I'll, yeah, so I'm gonna start Dante Pettis. Uh, like you alluded to earlier, Zach, targets are up. Almost had a couple touchdowns, snap percentages up. He looks like he ran a really nice route against uh Marcus Peters on that one almost touchdown. Yeah, yeah. And he looks like Pettis. He looks like the guy everyone drafted to be to be like the number one receiver in that 49ers offense. And then so tentatively I'll sit Terry McLaurin. Just because I keep saying it and like he keeps out like I, I haven't sat him necessarily, but there's gotta be touchdown regression coming somewhere. Like you can't score every game. That's pretty absurd. And maybe I'm wrong because he's really the only pass catching option in that offense. But I, I I have to think that he won't score this week against a really stout Forty Nine er defense.
2: Oh, they're so good, man. Their defense is so damn good. And I think he's a borderline flex play this week. But I love the man. I really do like him a lot. But yeah, it's probably not. Good. I'm forced to start him as my RB two in two leagues because of buys. Because I'm a Godwood owner, and I'm not, I'm not loving it. Uh, Matt, what we got?
0: I'm gonna start the handsome one, Jimmy Garoppolo. That Washington oh. secondary has been atrocious. And I think whether it's Pettis, whether it's Samuel, whether it's Kittle, he's gonna be throwing touchdowns all over the place. So I'm firing up Jimmy G this week. Okay. I'm gonna sit the Washington running backs for the exact same reasons Lee sitting McLaurin F one. That Frisco defense has just been ridiculous. And as messy as that situation is, that's
1: another one I
2: just don't want to touch this week if I don't have to. Okay. Yeah. And Chris Temple, what yeah. we got.
1: Yeah, for that reason you guys have been talking about that nasty 49ers defense. I'm starting them one hundred percent. Oh yes. And and
2: I think they're at every week start now.
1: I think they have to be. Yeah. They're first or second in every defensive category from from what I've seen. I think they I think as bad as Washington's offense is, you're guaranteed two to three turnovers and maybe even a score. So uh, probably yeah and, and for that reason also I I can't start anybody on the redskins offense. Okay? I mean I I think this is going to be like
2: What about Paul th- Richardson? I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So so for me I'm going to start Pettis. Um I'm a big believer in him and for some reason I own him in like five leagues. Somehow, like gosh boy, let's because go. Nobody else was a believer. Let, nobody called. else was a believer that's but me. Like three bad. weeks ago, I just slowly started picking him up. And uh funny funny story. Last week on waivers, I picked Peterson up off waivers in two leagues last week and played him in my flex, and it was glorious. But sit the man this week or cut him. <laughs> like just it, it, that was that was your one thank you for picking me up. Here's a W, and I'm never going to show my face again. But, yeah, Sid Adrian Peterson, uh, whether you are happy, chances are he might have performed on your bench if you're not too savvy. Although, if you do listen to this podcast, maybe you decided to start him. Even though we gave you no advice last week because I was in Italy, because I'm selfish, and I didn't care about your team. (laughs) You're
0: going to fight for us.
2: Yeah. All right. So, (laughs) we have the... L.A. Chargers traveling to Tennessee. Boy, the Chargers are playing like trash right now, by the way.
1: Yeah, they are.
2: Chris, who are we starting and who are we sitting?
1: Uh, Well, if if the uh, Chargers are going to get back to winning, they need to start running the ball. Okay. Melvin Gordon needs more than eight touches. I know he's only been back for a couple weeks, but I think I think Melvin Gordon has to be a start this week. I think if, if the Chargers have any hopes of winning, it's got to go through Melvin Gordon. Okay. And then uh, because we haven't seen it yet, I don't believe it, I'm not starting Ryan Tannehill. I know, I know, he's a big pickup right now. Uh, if you're a quarterback needy team, if you had Mariota or something like that, I can understand you starting him if you have to. But if you don't have to, don't don't play the guy.
2: Okay, I like it, Matt. What you got? If
1: he's
0: healthy, I'm starting Mike Williams. Um, I think the Tennessee defense is really good against the run. They're also really good on that top receiver. Um, not saying they're going to totally shut Keenan Allen down, but they are going to focus on him a little more. And I think that opens things up for Mike Williams on the other side. And contrary to Chris, I'm going to sit Melvin Gordon. This isn't the game where he gets right. Uh, It's coming down the line. They're still going to be messing around, trying to get Eckler and him, like this even split, and in this game, it's not going to help
2: you.
1: If they lose, do they trade Gordon? They should.
2: They have two weeks to make it happen. Two weeks from yesterday to make it happen. They should trade them all. They should trade Phillip Rivers for uh, Jack Sparrow and let him play quarterback.
1: (laughs) Only if there's rum. All you wouldn't even be room.
2: able to tackle him. He'd just be out there doing his little thing. All right, Lee. Hey, what Michael Bolton has to see his yeah. the theme song. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um. Yeah. I'll, I'll also start Mike. Uh, Mike Williams, just because he's he's averaged eleven and a half targets the past two games, and Rivers is definitely looking his way, and he hasn't scored yet. So I really think this is the week he's going to find the end zone like he did so many times last year, and I think it's a good week to start Mike Williams, and then I'll say Marvin Gordon. Um. I am gonna wait a little bit on him just because, from what I've seen the, the past few games, he has not looked at the same player, and he's probably pretty rusty. Like I, I have to I'll give him that for sure. And this is a really good Titans uh, run defense, so I think I'm gonna wait. to he's, he's have to buy next week. I'm pretty sure. So maybe he'll get reacclimated and, and be better off for it. But I think for now um, he just doesn't take the same player to me. And Ackley is just better at the moment.
2: I agree. So for me. I thought a little outside of the box here, so you guys let me know what you think about this start. So this is when this was the knowing that Tannehill's the starter. I I thought about Tannehill performances. My start is Adam Humphreys. I think that Adam Humphreys will be a Jarvis Landry ish receiver for this game for him, and he'll probably get six to eight catches. So that'll be good for double digit PPR points. He's not a player I like in a standard league, maybe not even in a half-point half, PP, a half point PPR, but if you're in a PPR league, I think it's a fine play this week. And my sit is, we're at a point of the season right now where every win, obviously in fantasy football, every win is so important anyway, but you've managed to make it without Melvin Gordon until now. You don't have to play him because of the name on the jersey. I'm sitting Melvin Gordon, and for the reason of, you've made it every week without him so far, I think it's okay to watch the blow-up game happen, if you can survive it because of bye weeks, and then respond accordingly after, because you can't two points for a running back, you're not going to win. Like you, you, don't have, you don't have a. I'd want, I want to see it now with my eyes. It's kind of like Diggs. I don't think you were stupid if you benched Diggs last week, but if you lost, if you lost the points, you lost the points. You know,
1: I sat Diggs I'll or see. DJ Shark and lost.
2: I mean, a lot of people did. It's, it's a thing, and with Melvin Gordon, same thing. I'm, I'm okay. If, if Melvin Gordon's on my team, I've survived without him, I'm okay waiting until I see it. It's kind of like a handcuff, right? What happens when you have a handcuff? Do you just randomly start them, hoping the running back goes down that game? Or do you wait till the running back goes down to when you start the handcuff? Same same scenario. That's, that's how I'm playing the Melvin Gordon situation right now. All right. We have New Orleans traveling to Chi-Town. And, man, this game's backup quarterback, possibly backup running back. Good defense, Chicago's D's banged up, Mitrovsky's going to be back. It's uh, it's a wild one. So let's start with you, Chris. Who are we starting and who are we sitting in this one?
1: Uh, well, for that fact right there, you're talking about uh, I'm starting the Bears defense. Okay. Uh, I think this is, and also in context, I'm sitting Teddy Bridgewater. I think this is the, the week Teddy Bridgewater shits the bed. Okay. Uh, he's played too well uh, the last couple weeks and all that stuff. Uh, I just think I think it's got to hit the fan sometime. Okay. Almost Matt? At least once. What we got here, sir? I'm going
0: to start David Montgomery. I think with the bye week, they're going to kind of tweak something in that backfield, and there's going to be more David Montgomery. I think they also want to take pressure off Trubisky in his first game back. I know this is not a shoulder, but I would want to ease him back a little bit and kind of lighten his load. And I think you can against this New Orleans defense. I want to sit Allen Robinson if I can, just because Marshawn Lattimore, whatever. Happened against that Amari Cooper matchup, he just turned it back on. Yeah. And he's been shut down. And I think he's going to be on A Rob this week. So I want zero parts of A Rob if I can avoid it.
2: Okay. I like it. Lee, what you got?
3: Um, I'll start the Saints D just because, again, like the backups are playing, like our, uh, Chase Daniels playing. The Bears offense hasn't been especially prolific, and the Saints defense has played pretty well as of late, and then I'll sit Al Robinson
2: for the same reasons as Matt. Alright, I like it. So I'm also on the start David Montgomery train. I do think that he is going to have a baller game, and that's because I have two voodoo dolls of Tariq Cohen and Mike Davis in my possession. And um, I'm not afraid to get dirty if he starts getting outsnapped by them. So so if you see a change of game plan in the second quarter, thank me later. Um, my sit, if he plays that is, my sit is going to be Kamara I don't even like him if he's playing this week not at all I'm look. last week I was getting on the airplane 10 o'clock our time the rap sheet tweeted that Kamara was going to play and I had a choice to make between Walton and Royce Freeman or Kamara and they both outscored him anyway so yeah I started Kamara but he got me 6 points I I need him to be healthy, and I'm I'm not. I don't think he's going to play. They signed Zach Zinner today, by the way, which I is a off. that's a tipping of the hat that he's probably going to miss. Normally the normally that ain't going to happen on a on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Excuse me. I forget see. I'm so jet lagged. Like, I don't know what day it is anymore. Are we doing a podcast right now? or Am I just talking? What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So that's that's my thoughts there. Uh, we have the Baltimore Ravens going to Seattle. Interesting game here because the Ravens have beat bad teams and got their butts kicked by good teams. And Seattle is, by my definition, a pretty good team. So I'm interested to see what happens here. Lee, I'm going to start with you. Who are we starting and who are we sitting?
3: Yeah, um, I will start Metcalf this week. I, I think I have benched him a couple weeks in a row. Um, but the Ravens' past defense, like, I think people remember the really good Ravens defense from last year. But the defense just hasn't been the same. Um, they're a bottom third fantasy uh, fantasy defense when it comes to uh, wide receivers. And I think he could have a, a nice explosive game. And then I'm not sure about the injury status of Marquise Brown, but I'd probably sit him. He's been inconsistent. He hasn't played in a little bit. And I think that continues.
2: Okay. Matt, what we got, sir?
3: I am going to start Chris Carson. Um,
0: same reasons Lee mentioned about that Baltimore defense. Everybody looked at him and was like, ooh, that's a good defense. I need to sit my running back. No, you don't. Uh, Chris Carson is going to be really good this week. That's what Seattle wants to do. That's how DK Metcalf is going to be able to operate is force feed Chris Carson. Use play action off of that. And I'm going to sit Mark Ingram. That Seattle run defense has been really strong against the run, and I want – I, I, this could get really ugly really quick. Um, as you mentioned, they've lost badly to really good teams. That could definitely happen here, especially in Seattle. It's just a weird place to play. So I don't want to start Mark Ingram if I don't have to.
1: Okay. Chris? I am also starting Mr. Chris Carson. Uh <laughs> My set because of the Seahawks defense is going to be Lamar Jackson. Oh. Yeah.
2: I'm starting him with confidence.
1: i He's not going for 200-150 this week. I, I can promise you that. I think the the Ravens play well against bad teams, like Matt said, and they don't play well against good teams. Lamar Jackson has been much better than I thought he was going to be this right. year. I think he's still learning, and he hasn't quite put it together against good defenses.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I could temper my expectations from me starting him this week for sure. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he did put up a – Twenty, you know, eighteen to twenty point game, you know, because the rushing gives him a little bit of a, a little bit of a safe floor. Yeah. Uh, so for me, uh, unfortunately, uh, new phone who Disley is no longer no longer a thing. He is gone now. So I noticed that uh, a certain wide receiver got two touchdowns last week, and his tar- the targets came there. Um, I think Jaron Brown might be a sneaky start this week, man. I like it. I'm all about it. Actually, if I didn't get. Uh, Zay Jones. I was actually going to pick him up. I don't know if that's saying a lot about Jared Brown, but that's my uh, but, <laughs> but that's my that's my start. And my sit is he didn't practice today, so I don't even think he's going to play. But I'm not going to play Hollywood even if he is going to play. I would rather lose out on the points and play something safe like Pettis. In fact, that's exactly what I'm doing in one league: is sitting Hollywood and playing Pettis over him. Um, on to Sunday night football. Chris, please try to keep this under a minute if you can. I know you can talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, uh, Philly going to Dallas. Chris, who are we starting? And who are we sitting? Uh,
1: I'll keep. I'll keep this real easy. Uh, <laughs> real easy because of the injuries to the Cowboys. You know, Amari uh, Cooper's hurt. He's probably not going to play. Randall Cobb's got the back and the hamstring uh, issue. He's probably not going to play. So for wide receiver against Philly's secondary, I'm starting Michael Gallup. Okay. Uh, Running back, I'm sitting Miles Sanders. I think if you need a running back, he could be a start for you. But against the Cowboys, I think Jordan Howard will be the better start. And that's why I'm going that way. That's why I'm sitting Miles Sanders.
2: Okay. I dig it. Matt, what you got for this game, sir?
0: I know the offensive line is banged up. I know the Philly D has looked good the last couple couple weeks. I'm going to start Dak Prescott. I think this is one of those games on a Sunday night injury world where – they kind of get right, and I think Jason Garrett, feeling the heat a little bit, might, might
1: fire something up with Kellen Moore. I know you're going to be mad Lee, but I'm going to start Prescott <laughs> for those
0: reasons. Um, I'm going to sit Jordan Howard. I, I just don't see either running back having a great game against this Dallas
2: defense. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but that's yeah. the way I see this game going. I hope you're right. I hope you're right yeah, for my, my was, sanity of my lungs.
1: You saw Aaron Jones against the <laughs> Dallas defense, right? I did. <laughs> that's, more about the, that's more about the offensive line. Than anything you saw about Saquon about, uh, against the <laughs> defense, right? Saquon, <laughs>
2: bro. All right, Lee, who we
1: got?
3: Yeah, so um, I would – I'm with I'm Chris. I'd start Michael Gallup. Um, exact same reasons he said. And then I will also sit Sanders. And I'll, I'll give a little compliment to the Cowboys right now, actually. They've got one of the best linebacking duos, young linebacking mm. duos in the league. So I really think that those guys will key on Sanders and not let him get open for any of those deep balls like he has been.
2: All right, I'll dig it. I think I think Wentz has got a little payback for the Cowboys last year with that miraculous, crazy uh, second half. Oh. Remember that? Like. Dak and Amari just went bananas. I think yeah, that and uh, my start is Carson Wentz. Uh, there's a couple teams that I'm actually playing against this week. Like one guy has Carson Wentz, but he's starting Josh Allen over him. I don't think that's a terrible play either, but I, I think Wentz is going to – I think Wentz is three touchdowns lock it in. Uh, my sit is Dak. Uh, without Tyron Smith, without just – trying to do a little too I mean the magic can be there and I hope he proves me wrong but I I don't I don't dig it this week man I could um, I could see them really really focusing on the run and trying to just beat the Eagles into submission even though the Eagles run defense is phenomenal I could just see them just bullheartedly trying to go that route and I think his numbers will be down all right and last but not least we have uh, the Mean Green New York Jets hosting the New England Patriots Let's start with you, Lee. Who are we starting and who are we sitting?
3: Yeah, so as as always with the Patriots, I'll always fade the main target and I'll always start the underneath guy. So my start's gonna be Crowder, my, my sit's gonna be Anderson. They're just too good at what they do, the pass, They're gonna limit your best your your biggest threat, which is Anderson at the moment. And they'll they'll give up those short passes. So I could see another like ridiculous targeted game like in week one for Crowder.
2: Okay. Matt, what we got? I see the Patriots defense doing something else, Lee.
0: I'm sorry. I think they're going to key on Lev Bell. I don't think they're going to allow him to be the engine that he has for the offense. For that reason, I'm going to sit Lev Bell. I think he's going to have a really bad game. I think what they're going to try to do is kind of dink and dunk their way down the field, and then Sony's going to run in for like two or three touchdowns. So I'm starting Sony.
1: Well, you go ahead and start Sony.
2: And then Chris, what you got?
1: I'm starting Mr. Tom Brady. I just think he's going to wreck shop. Okay. Um, you know he's going to do what Tom Brady does to the New York Jets. Uh, and then for the reasons Lee was talking about earlier, I am sitting Robbie Anderson.
2: Okay, I like it. Uh, for me, I am also going to start Sony Michelle. All he does is score just enough points to help you. It's weird. It might not be pretty. Even last week when he got hosed on four possible touchdowns, he still had over 100 yards. Right. So you just you just have to. It's like Legarrett Blunt when he was a fantasy thing there. You just start him and you just deal with it at this point. Um, and my sit is also Robbie Anderson. Uh, chances are he was on your bench last week, unless you're me. And uh, chances are you, you would like to get some of that action. And he's a good player. And he could do that against any team except the Patriots. So I'm sitting it and knowing that I've got a good player on my bench that's about to go on an amazing stretch of easy games. And like my man Lee with his John Brown-Josh Allen stack, that Sammy Darnold-Robbie Anderson stack could be gold as well, by the way.
0: Yes, sir. Real quick comp I just thought of for Sony Michelle is Blake Bortles.
2: <laughs> didn't,
0: just you gets, didn't want to watch the box score. You didn't want to watch the game because it was ugly. You didn't want to check your score. Just look at the very end of the game after that game goes final.
2: And there and you look go. The
0: final total. That's all that matters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a, that's actually brilliant. I dig it. All right. Go. All right. That is <laughs> that is our podcast for this week. This is week seven locked, and we appreciate you guys listening as always. This is going to get uploaded, and uh, fire away. Give us your feedback, your reviews, what you think, and all of our Twitter DMs are open, and uh, we do have the Wolfpack Think Tank for any help that you may want slash need on anything. This is a Creator Rank podcast. Lineup locked. Another episode in the books, and we are out. You gentlemen have a fine day, and peace to the interweb.
1: Peace. Yep.
2: Straight up.